Hey yo, let me holler at you for a minute. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If you have, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me break it down for you. Anchor has tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, come here, it's free. Don't let nobody know I told you that. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everybody, I'm Ron G, and this is Wrestling With My Thoughts, a WWMT Entertainment original, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show. No matter when you are or where you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. So go on ahead and sit back, relax, and listen as I wrestle with my thoughts. Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Chance, creating hope and needed care for everyone. Chance provides outpatient counseling services for individuals with mental health and addictive disease needs. At their clinics, you will be assessed to determine your specific treatment needs. The staff at Chance then works together with you, your family, your community partners, and other supportive people that you choose to develop your strengths, skills, and self-determination that will allow you to live an empowered life. If you or someone you love is in need of the care and services offered by Chance, please contact them at 877-393-8184, or you can email them at contactus at chancecreatinghope.com. Org. For more information, please visit www.chancecreatinghope.org because everyone deserves a second chance. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ron G., Thank you all for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show once again. I absolutely appreciate that support because no matter when you are, where you are, or how you are, the fact is you're listening and that much is appreciated. Folks, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Look for it any and everywhere that you're listening to your favorite podcasts and Go ahead and add mine in there because you're not going to want to miss any upcoming episodes, even though I stumble over words from time to time, like I just did there. But it's all raw and real. So if you all paid attention to the latest episode that I that I put out on yesterday, 
I know I said that I would be back with a, uh, a new episode next week, but I decided to go ahead and sit down and discuss the topic I had planned for this week. Uh, but on yesterday, I attempted to do the episode and was sidetracked by the news of the latest mass shooting taking place there in Buffalo. My heart continues to go out to the friends and family of the people who were murdered or injured in a, a, a just an absolute uncalled for act of violence. It appears to be racially motivated. I haven't read anything on it today, but as of yesterday, that's what they were saying. And once again, you have a young white male going into an establishment and just shooting up. Folks, this is an epidemic. We can talk about and argue about any and everything, but the one thing we ought to be able to come to a consensus on is the well-being and safety of innocent men, women, and children in our communities. As I said yesterday, the answer is not arming every single citizen because quite frankly, not every single citizen needs to be carrying a firearm. But I also agree that the answer is not taking away all firearms from, from the citizens. That's not the answer either. The problem is we have people on one extreme or the other and nobody's coming to the middle to agree on something that makes logical sense and that is sustainable. In the meantime, innocent people continue to die. And for the most part, we treat it like a non-issue. Most of the people who, who are, are extreme in their Second Amendment um, love or, or whatever, they sit back and say, well, if they would have had a gun on them, this wouldn't have happened. That's bullshit. And then the people on the other end of the spectrum who are anti-2A sit back and say, well... If, he wouldn't have, if we would just prohibit all gun ownership, this wouldn't have happened. Well, that's bullshit too. Folks, we've got to come to a consensus on this. Otherwise, people who are innocent are going to continue to die. And I'll cover this, this topic um, at some point in long form. I would love to sit down with someone who is anti-2A and someone who is... Uh, extremely, extremely anti-2A and someone who is extremely pro-2A because I find myself in the middle saying that we need logical, reasonable, and sustainable uh, gun reform. So I definitely want to address that at some point here in the future. Excuse me for that. You're going to hear me take a drink and you're going to hear the water splash in the bottle because I'm not a professional. Uh, yeah, so we, we, we've got to do something about this. Um, for folks who, uh, who feel like we just need to arm everybody, that's, that only brings about more death. Uh, for everybody who thinks we ought to just stop making guns and stop everything that has to do with, with firearms, that's foolish as well. So, but we'll address that at a different time in long form.
My son, unfortunately, tested positive for COVID uh, last week, or this past week, actually. And um, he, he, he tested positive twice. Uh, took the first test, and, and about an hour later or so, uh, took a second test just to make sure. And unfortunately, both tests were positive. So he and I both went into self-quarantine. I know that the CDC has eased some restrictions and some regulations regarding uh, COVID at this point, but we thought it would be better to just err on the side of caution. Now, my job required me to work from home for five days because I had uh, immediate exposure, and uh, but above and beyond that, we we really didn't go out. Didn't, didn't go anywhere uh, because we wanted to at, at least kind of just be cautious. And I know some people may think that's foolish, but hey, we did what we thought was best for us. As a matter of fact, I wanted to go see both of my parents this weekend just to check on them. But because of the exposure, being here in the, in the apartment with my son, I didn't want to take any risk whatsoever at exposing my elderly parents uh, to COVID. Um, I would have felt horrible had they they tested positive for COVID after being around me. So, you know, again, some people may say I'm, I'm you know, doing too much or uh, acting irrationally or whatever. That's fine. Say what you want to say. I did what I thought was right. I hope you and your families are doing well. Hope everybody is safe, happy, and healthy. I see a lot of pictures of people... Uh, posting their children's graduations or, uh, you know, announcement of, of upcoming graduations. I want to say congratulations to all of the class of 2022 um, all across the U.S., all across the globe. I wish each and every one of you a great deal of success and happiness. But if I can impart some words of wisdom make sure that your happiness is based upon your happiness. Don't go into this world trying to please your parents or uh, fit into some box that society has pegged you for. Find something you love to do and Turn that passion into your career. It's not easy. It's an uphill battle a lot of times for people. But the, the reward is, is far greater than working a 9 to 5 that you hate and getting burnt out but getting paid well. So that's the only advice that I would offer going forward. Um, also, in your 20s, realize you, you don't have to have everything figured out. Uh, there's going to be some ups and downs, um, you know, from graduation at 18 all the way through your 20s. You don't have to have everything figured out because here I am at 46. I still don't have everything figured out. And if the adults in your life are honest with you, they'll tell you the same things. So... Congratulations and wishing you all a great deal of success as you embark on the next chapters of your life. So what I wanted to talk about this week, initially, before I got sidetracked, 
is the talk. Uh, a lot of times parents make jokes about having the quote unquote talk with their sons or daughters. And um, I just think we've reached a point in our, maybe not meaning this in the, in the scientific term, but in the evolution of human life within our society here in America, that we've reached a point that we've, we've got to educate. Well, we really should have always been educating our children about sex. Unfortunately, I think because of the religious factor in this country, a lot of parents don't address it or they don't address it in a realistic way. And unfortunately, what that leads to a lot of times is a lot of irresponsibility. It leads to a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of um, poor self-image. It leads to, uh, you know, mistreatment of oneself or one's partner. Just a whole host of things that it could lead to that are detrimental to the mental and physical well-being of young men and young women, all because parents have chosen not to talk to their, their children about sex. Pardon me for just a moment. And I, I know myself, I grew up attending church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday evening, even went on church visitation on Saturdays, attended vacation Bible school, attended church camps, all of this stuff. And I was always taught that it was a sin to have sex before you were ever married until you entered into a, a state of uh, marriage. It was sinful. It was wrong for you to have sex. In fact, was taught that it was wrong for you to even have thoughts of sex. And at the risk of pissing a lot of people off, at the risk of losing some, some listeners, that's just not feasible. We can tell our children that. And if that's what you want to tell your child, that's fine. But stop and think about yourself. Now, there's exceptions to every rule, but I think most of us, by age, let's say 19, most of us by age 19 have had sex at least once. And I can only speak for, for the guys in the audience, or I feel like I can speak for the guys in the audience, um, trying to tell us not to even think about sex is absolutely ridiculous because once those hormones come in and, and pro uh, poverty, <laughs> puberty, poverty, hey, you know, um, when puberty starts, bro, it's like 24 seven, that's what's on your mind. Um, and I just think that as a parent myself, I think it's, it's extremely important that we have realistic conversations with our sons and daughters about sex. And we we shouldn't make them feel like bad people if they have engaged in sex. We shouldn't make our daughters feel like sluts or whores. 
we shouldn't make our sons feel like uh, pieces of shit for for engaging in sex. Now, what we do want to teach our, our young men and young women is to have respect for themselves, first and foremost, but also have respect for their partners. But telling a teenager going through puberty not to even think about sex is ludicrous. And I think a lot of times because we avoid this subject and, and the, the sub subjects that, that are around sexual activity, it leads to a lot of confusion on the parts of young men and young women. I can only speak for myself. Um, when I lost my virginity, I was, I can't remember if I was 17, getting ready to turn 18, or had just turned 18. I can't remember. But when I lost my virginity, it was, it was under some very messed up circumstances. Nothing illegal, nothing um, um, traumatic or anything like that. So I don't want to paint that picture. But when I lost my virginity, um, it was under less than ideal circumstances. But it was very much what happens when you don't provide your child with proper sexual education and you don't have a realistic talk with your children. My talk was, you know it's more than jumping on and jumping off, right? My answer to that was yes, which I, I mean, I did, but I didn't. I didn't understand exactly what that meant at the time. My answer to that was yes, and that was the end of the, end of the talk. I'm not saying, folks, that we got to sit down and go through um, great detail in terms of how to have sex or positions or try this or try, I'm not suggesting that. I mean, if you have an open relationship with your children like that, that's fine too. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just let them know, hey, I know you're going to get, um, tempted to do these things or you're going to feel inclined to do these things and that's fine that's natural because it is that's fine that's natural but here's what I want you to do and here's the reasons I want you to do them I want you to protect yourself first and foremost because there's disease there's unwanted pregnancy unplanned pregnancy uh, and a whole host of other things that could that could come up as a result of irresponsible sexual activity. But folks, pardon me for just a second. But ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you to take a step back to the moment just before you lost your virginity. Regardless of the age, marriage or not, just think for just a second where you were before you lost your virginity. Then as it was happening, most of us, if we're honest, are kind of thinking, whoa, this is nothing like I thought it was going to be. And that could be good or bad. You know what I mean? Um, 
it, it could be good that we we hadn't built it up good enough and it feels great and it's all this stuff that's amazing or it could be bad in the sense that um you know for men you didn't last quite as long as you thought you should or uh for uh, it may hurt or just whatever but the fact is we're not providing our children on a grand scale and speaking in generalities we're not providing our children with enough information to make wise decisions regarding sex keep in mind just because the word uh, teen is at the end of their age doesn't mean they know the game and I don't really mean to cheapen sex like that to call it the game and, and I don't uh, I don't endorse playing games with people's emotions, um, but I'm just saying in, in a sports-like ref reference that they don't know the rules. They don't know the ins and outs, no pun intended. I began talking to my son when he was around the ages of 9 or 10. Now, everything was age-appropriate, and age-appropriate can be whatever age that parent or parents feel is appropriate to give them whatever information so when i say age appropriate it's what i felt at the time was age appropriate and as he got older we would continue this this conversation and as he got older there was more age appropriate information given but at the end of the day my my attempt and my uh not my attempt but my intention rather was to arm my son with enough information to protect not only himself but his his partner or partners as well and that that covers everything from consent to protection to how you may feel afterwards to all this stuff and to to try to make him understand to not make decisions with his dick, to make decisions with his brain. And that's very hard. At least I can, I can speak for men. That can be hard sometimes, especially as a young man. Let me say that. As a young man, that can be hard because some hormones are raging, man, and all you want to do is get to it. But that can oftentimes be what leads to disaster. The danger, in my opinion, the danger in teaching a child that it's a sin to have sex before marriage and that it's a sin to even think about sex. And I know some folks are going to come at me because I, I know that's what the Bible says. Um, I'm well versed in what the Bible has to say on the matter. So you're not going to reveal anything to me that I don't already know. But there's an inherent danger in teaching that to your child. You're going to teach shame and self-loathing to a child by, uh, by virtue of doing that. Because I can tell you at least me um one of the first memories i had 
of of sex, I thought I was going to hell because I I had had sexual thoughts about uh, a young female that went to our I say young female I was young too um, I was like 12 13 years old but uh, a young lady that was in my class and um, and it may have been before that I I don't remember honestly but I just remember the first time having a a conscious sexual thought um, about a young lady I thought I was going to hell I thought you know oh no God hated me so I then sat down and, and knelt down rather and prayed for forgiveness so that I, I wouldn't be held accountable for the sin of lust or not held accountable but the, so that I could be redeemed from the sin of lust and folks Again, I'm going to step on toes here. The reality is that these feelings that we have, these sexual tension, sexual thoughts, sexual feelings that we have, every bit of that is normal. And if you understand basic body chemistry, then you'll understand that. Pardon me. A young man in, in, in puberty, his, his dick will get hard, you know, if he rubs up against a chair. That doesn't make him some sinful deviant that ought to fall on his face before God and ask for forgiveness. That's a, that's a, reaction within the body that you can't control now you can control whether or not you act on having that erection don't misunderstand me what i'm saying is at that age hormones going crazy everything first happening the wind blows in a certain direction and you get a you get hard um uh, some of my men are out there are to be clapping right about now because they know that's the truth. Ladies, I, I can't speak for you all because I've never, obviously I've never been a lady. Um, and I was hoping to have someone on to maybe speak from the, uh, from the female perspective. Unfortunately, they were not able to make it onto the show um, last night or today. But uh, you, you, you create with with telling kids that it's a sin and this because they don't understand all this stuff is happening without them even trying to in some cases as i just explained a young man you know is trying to get out of the door and he's trying to walk past somebody and his his junk scrapes up against the the door um he, a young man just going starting out puberty that's going to most likely make him have an erection and if you're teaching kids this these sexual thoughts and all of this are are punishable sins then you're going to to foster a sense of perpetual guilt in a child ask me how i know You're going to, to foster some sense 
of self-loathing within a child. Again, ask me how I know. Because I grew up in a household where it was taught you don't have sex before you get married. Where I was taught it's wrong to have uh, sexual thoughts of a woman. I didn't know how to control it when those thoughts started coming to my head. Well, especially when I first started puberty. Are you crazy? I didn't know how to control that. So I thought there was something wrong with me. And, and I'm not joking. Now, that may be an extreme case. That may be, you know, a little out there. But, and, and given my unfortunate ability to worry and stress over things, it may be a, a very extreme example. But that's how I felt. At that time, I felt that I was some sort of deviant, that I was some sort of pervert, that I was, I was just a horrible person. And that God was mad at me. And that until I got down on my knees and asked forgiveness for these things, that he was going to continue to be mad at me. And, and I was outside of the protection of God. Now, take everything I just said and apply it to like 11, 12, 13 year old boy going through puberty. How does an 11, 12, 13 year old boy, whatever ages I was, I don't exactly remember. How do I, how do I kneel down and, and go to God in prayer? Embarrassed to admit to the thoughts that I had had. How, how do I do that? Because I was, I, I, I was, think about it like from, from the child to parent scenario. And as a child, you were afraid to tell your parents certain things because you were afraid of the reaction, the punishment and all of that. So you either didn't mention it or you lied. That's how I felt as a child. Whenever I started puberty and would have these thoughts and would have these feelings, I would feel, first and foremost, like there was something wrong with me. I was some sort of pervert. I was some sort of deviant. And all it was was just natural thoughts of sexual pleasure, of, of things I hadn't experienced because I had all of these hormones flowing through my body, entering into that state of, of manhood that... I had previously not had. Excuse me for just a second. So, I, I didn't know how to, to go before God in prayer and ask forgiveness for these things because I was too embarrassed to admit them before God. So, imagine how that cycle goes for a young man or young woman. The torment they put themselves through because they're so afraid that that they're going to hell, that they're going to be punished by God, that God doesn't love them and all these things that are going through their young minds because they were taught 
You shouldn't have sex before you're married. And you shouldn't even have sexual thoughts about a person. Because that is just like having sex with them. How do you reconcile that as a child? And as you get older, if you continue um, in your, in your um, faithfulness to the church and faithfulness to Christian doctrine, or, you know, I say Christian doctrine, that's the household I came from. I can't speak for other religions because I don't know what they're taught in terms of sexual um, matters as you, as you grow as a child. But if you continue on in that faith and you, you hold steadfast to those ideals that you were taught and then one day you find yourself in a situation where you have sex and look, I, I know it's not like, oops, I had sex. No, you, you guys know what I mean. You find yourselves in a, in a situation where you're kissing and there's heavy heavy touching and, 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 and exploring each other's bodies with your hands. And next thing you know, there you go. But then afterwards, as soon as that moment of ecstasy ends, as soon as that moment where the, the climax and the orgasm is reached, if one is reached, once that high tapers off, you then begin to feel horrible. Because as good as that may have felt, as fun as it may have been, as much as you enjoyed it, God's mad at you. You're no longer under the protection of God's good grace until you fall on your knees before God and ask forgiveness for that. And then you do that. You fall before God. And you, you ask forgiveness for having sex before you were married. And then you get up and you feel emboldened and empowered. I'm never going to do this again because I love God. And God says we shouldn't do this. Six months later, you do it again and you feel crushed. You're crushed because you feel like I couldn't withhold. I couldn't abstain. I'm a horrible person. I'm this, I'm that. And folks, if you think I'm lying about that sort of mindset, talk to some of your friends around you who grew up in a, in a um, deeply religious household. Maybe they won't be honest with you. Maybe they will. I can tell you how I felt, how I felt at one point in time. And feel free to laugh at me. I really don't care. The reason I want to have this conversation is because young men and young women are going out and making these adult-like decisions without understand, fully understanding the adult consequences that may come from those decisions. See, I didn't just school my son when talking to him about sex on the, I didn't just school him on the positive aspects of sex. Hey man, just wrap up. Everything's fine. No. Wrap up. Protect yourself. Protect your partner. Have respect for yourself. Have respect for your partner. But understand, the condoms are not 100% effective. 
Just understand that. Understand that there is a possibility that if you have sex with someone and that someone is female, you could impregnate them, potentially. If... I, I don't know. I, I just felt it was my duty as a parent to to prepare him for those things, to have those conversations with him, and to uh, not only that, but, but educate him on the age of consent in the state that he lives in, and should he move out of this state to go to college at that point in time, to, to definitely look up what the age of consent is, understanding the, uh, you know, no means no, not no means maybe, and that coercing someone into having sex is not consent. All that being said, I just think it's it's important that we as parents have these they're, they're tough conversations to have. But they're conversations that are needed nonetheless. I mean, it's not easy as a parent to sit down with your child and, and talk about sex. For me, it wasn't anyway. I'm not a prude or anything, but I also didn't know exactly how to approach that subject with my young son without embarrassing him or myself. Excuse me. Boy, I tell you, these meds are killing, killing this dry mouth, man. Um... But yeah, I just, I just think that it is important that we have these conversations. Otherwise, you'll, you'll find yourself or your child may find him or herself in situations where they are grossly unprepared to make the decisions that they're making. I'll go on record and telling y'all the first time I had sex, the condom broke. And because I didn't know what sex felt like with or without a condom, I had no idea. And when I caught mine, it was all inside. And the young lady that I was having sex with I really didn't know her. I'll be honest. Didn't really know her. And once I realized after I pulled out that the condom had broke and that I had came inside of her, <laughs> my teenage heart dropped because I'm like, oh, shit. Here I am. I don't really know this young lady. I don't. I, I'm, I'm not equipped to be a dad right now. How do I be a dad? Or how do I be a dad? How, how should I be a father? And it's all this shit just started going through my mind. I was scared. I was panicked. And I never had any conversation to educate me about certain things. 
so it, you know and then also um, again being very honest and, and putting my my business out there I was also ir very irresponsible at times um, from from unprotected sex to actively trying to impregnate uh, with with her consent and, and, and you know not without her consent but actively trying to impregnate one of my ex-girlfriends we wanted we thought we wanted a family together <laughs> I would man please too young both of us were way too young for that sort of stupidness but I didn't have a good understanding and I think we do our children a grave disservice when we don't prepare them. Look at it like this, and, and I'm going to wrap this up. Your child is turning 15, and they can get their learner's license. And you make that child study. You may even quiz that child a little bit. And when that child finally gets their learner's license, and especially when they get their actual driver's license, we will sit and we'll talk to our children about the dangers of driving irresponsibly, driving too fast, driving too slow, driving erratically, uh, wearing your seatbelt, not using your phone while you're driving, all that stuff, right? But then we also explain to them the, the great benefits of driving. You're able to go when and where you want to go, able to get yourself to and from a place without relying on someone else. We give them the pros and cons, right? And we explain the dangers and the joys. Why do we not have that same conversation when it comes to sex with our children? I've straight up told my son, I'm not going to be one of these parents who tell you sex is gross, sex is this, to deter you from having sex. Bump all that noise. Sex feels great. Sex is awesome. Sex is fun. But you got to do it responsibly. Target shooting is fun too, but you got to be responsible. You can't ask your, your homie to go hold the target up while you take a shot, out, uh, shot at it. That's irresponsible. But it's fun. Dirt biking is fun. But you got to make sure you're wearing your helmet and taking the right safety precautions so that if an accident should happen, you're safe and you're protected. No different than sex. Sex is a fun activity. And if what I read was true many, many years ago when I was... Oh, shit, man. I don't even think I was double-digit ages when I read this. I don't even remember where I read it. But if what I read was correct, that I'm aware of, there are only two species on the face of this planet that have sex for recreation. Human beings and dolphins. Now, why? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because of primal instinct. I I don't know, but uh, sex is fun. Sex is enjoyable, and I want my son to enjoy a healthy sex life. But a large part of that 
begins with, with how I educate my son. And I think it's just as it would be irresponsible for me to just throw him the keys the day he gets his learners and I sit in the back seat and 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 not coach him on the way from you know having gotten his his learner's license and just let him drive and figure it out that's irresponsible I could throw condoms at my son and say hey protect yourself but I'm not giving him context I'm not explaining to him why so folks I just think it's very 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 important that we educate our children especially uh, educate them on on the realities of raising a child the the responsibility of sexual intercourse with some people because there's a lot of responsibility believe it or not that goes into sex and if we're not preparing our children for this then they're they're apt to have problems from the very beginning so I, I just think that we live in a society that's so free with everything else but for some reason when it comes to the idea of teaching our children about sex it's like <gasps> no no we don't talk about that why it's a natural thing and it's going to happen whether or not you talk about it so wouldn't it be in your best interest to talk about it and help that child make intelligent decisions and informed decisions because I'm sorry the the don't have sex until you're married and the to think about someone in a sexual manner manner is is wrong and sinful that is just simply it it, it, it it's just not it's not real. I'm not saying a person can't wait until their their marriage night. I'm just saying that most people don't. Why? Because of the natural curiosity about sex. The only reason, or, or let me rephrase here start back over procreation is not the only reason for sex so if if y'all feel that way then i don't want any of you to ever have sex again unless you're trying to have a baby so and that that would be a nice little segue into talking about this this um recent potential um, action by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade to talk about women's uh, medical rights and abortion but I'm not going to jump into that yet so I'm going to end the show here and just ask you as a parent think about where you were 
at whatever age you were when you lost your virginity. And hopefully it wasn't a traumatic experience, but even if it was, that's all the more reason to teach our children about sex before they find themselves in these sorts of predicaments. I'm not saying that a 10-year-old ought to know the full scope of the birds and the bees, but he's going to hear things or she's going to hear things from their classmates at school. And if you don't believe me, then you've obviously forgotten your days in elementary school, or maybe you just didn't go to one like mine. I don't know, but um, just talk to your kids. That's a tough conversation to have. But it's one worth having. So until the next time, everybody, you guys take care of not only yourselves, take care of your families and take care of your uh, fellow man or woman. If you see somebody that needs some help, offer the help, whether you know them or not. And that's the way I believe that we start to make some effective and positive change in this mean ass world. Till next time, everybody, take care.